Okay, so what episode is this? Uh, nine. Nine. Almost to double digits. Almost, almost to double digits. Awesome. Yes. Do one next week. It will be double digits. Well, excellent. So we're on episode nine. So this is episode nine of No Data Available. And I'm Jen. And we have Tash and Joe. I'm here. Yo. And we're all here. And we are here to talk about the excitement that was the that was E3 this past week. Which, to me, is just an overload of information that ends up being a blur in my brain, and I just end up being overwhelmed and looking of picture, at pictures of cats all day. <laughs> do you think it's too much? Do you think, do you think there's just too much information that it's, it's too hard to take in? I don't. And they either need to bring it to a week so they can stage the information or not release as much information. You know, it's not a, you know, it's, it's mostly about the, the press comps, conferences beforehand. I feel like, you know, let's, mm-hmm. let's space that out a week because I need time to digest mm-hmm. the Microsoft press conference and then I need time to digest the, the Sony press conference and then there's EA and Joe, you did all of the, all of the trailer paloozas and that's a lot of trailers. So there's a lot of games that I don't even like. It was I'm looking at it and I'm like, wow, that's a lot of stuff. Like, I could write yep. news for a month on the stuff that I put in one article. It's just this tidal wave of stuff. Is just... And this is what I was thinking about because, you know, I did like the. I did the. Because I'm such a huge Witcher fan, as we all are, I was like, oh, well, I'll do this news article about their new gameplay trailer for the, for the Witcher 3 that's coming out. And then I did that. And then. And then that was like one of a good bajillion things that happened. Thank God for you, Joe, and your trailer paloozas on our website. Uh, yeah, they were the go-to for me. I would come home from work and I'd be like, oh, Joe's put up a trailer palooza, I'm going to check it out. And then I would just sit there and watch all the trailers. And one after the other would be like, oh. And then you did the Saints Row 4 one, which we'll talk about later because it's Saints Row 4. But I just sat there. It was there a like, totally oh, different one. The trailers. <laughs> I didn't need to look anywhere. I could just sit there and click on them, and it was great. Okay, then. Because Saints Row 4 is amazing. Then you know what? As far as the E3 yes. trailer paloozas, I think we should go ahead and look at these. Uh, we have Joe's Microsoft Edition. So. Yes. And these are the games that Microsoft debuted at their press conference as being either. Uh, exclusives that they were going to have on there, or they talked about some things that were coming to Xbox 360 that were pretty cool. Um, uh, the first thing you have on your thing is the uh, Metal Gear Solid 5 gameplay trailer, which we already covered with the headline Kojima is playing for Keefs. Thank you, <laughs> Best Jeff. Best headline ever. Yeah. <laughs> awesome headline. I'm a little bit weirded out that it's not David Hayter in there, and I think that he is as well. But, you know, Jeff made a good point in his article, like, something that I don't know that much about Metal Gear, to be perfectly honest. I'm just kind of, like, I, I don't understand does. I don't like, understand Kojima's genius, and I don't even try. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, I, I gave up a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there's that, and... World of Tanks, and literally the only thing I know about World of Tanks is that I went to one of their parties once at, like, PAX East. And that's it. Like, I don't I don't know that much about World of Tanks. That's it. Like, that's all I know is they were responsible for, like, a hangover that I had. All I know well, about World of Tanks is it's not Battle Tanks, and so I don't care. It's not Battle Tanks, and there's no crunchy pants. Nope. Everybody. If Griffin Spade isn't behind the wheel of that tank, I don't want to play it. I'm disappointed that it's not Battle Tanks, because after you talked about that in the last podcast, I was like, I'm going to play this game. And then this World of Tanks came out, and I thought, oh, that's what that'll be. And I said, no, something different. Hmm. No. Um, I really want to talk about Rise for a second, because I watched this uh, gameplay demo that they had on the, uh, you know, for, for PS4, uh, Rise that with the the Roman soldiers and everything, um, and it looked really awesome. I did notice that there were a lot of quick time events 
and I'm not a huge yeah. fan of a lot of quick time events because I, I like yeah. I like a little bit of those because I think they keep you engaged and you know within the game. But this was like seemed to work primarily on quick time events. But I I noticed an article um, from I guess Mark Serrells who uh, is from Kotaku in Australia who said that he was very, very disappointed in Rise because the, the QuickTime events, when he played them at E3, he found that he was missing them, but they were still happening, and so he eventually deliberately was hitting the wrong button, and they were still happening, and then he was deliberately putting the controller down on the table, and they were still happening, and he thought surely that it was a bug, and then they said, no, we just don't want the player to be frustrated. So basically you have no bearing on the actual QuickTime events in this. They're just there to be so pretty. So having them. Yeah, what's the point? That's what I'm saying. I, I was really, it. I was surprised by that at that because that's not a game anymore. It's just it's a movie that with the illusion of you playing it. So, yeah, you know. I so, get that. so you know, I'm a little, I'm a little deflated on the idea of Rise unless they decide like maybe this is a bad idea and let's not do that. <laughs> yeah, it's innovation. They're mm-hmm. they're innovating and they're taking away the need to use the controller. Yeah. Just, you know, they're 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 knocking down the barriers between you and the game, and the controller is the last barrier. So if we can just eliminate that, yes, exactly, then it can be like the ultimate game. That's sort of like what they were talking about with I don't know one of the Cars games, Jesus Christ. There were like a goddamn million Cars games at E3, yeah. and but Xbox One was saying like you don't even need to be there to play your game. Your Drivatar. Yeah, your Drivatar. We'll play the game for you. And it's like, why is this cool? <laughs> I mean, I, I guess... No, I don't get it at all. I don't get it at all. Like, I was going to say, I guess I could see how maybe... If, no, I don't get it at all. Like, if you're not playing, why, like, the AI has just mimicked your thing so you can play against people, but... I, it's because everything has to be a persistent world now. They want you know a persistent online world that you anyone can enter and exit at any time, and they don't want but they don't want you ever leaving. So if you leave, you can leave your drivatar in the game and it can drive for you while you're off living your life. But I feel like that's taking away the gamification of it at completely. Don't you think? Yep. <laughs> well, it sounds yeah, a little so- freaky because what happens if you die in real life? Oh, then your drive chart, do you get, does your consciousness get uploaded to your drive chart? Because I feel like that would be hell. <laughs> well, does it just kind of oh my God. around if, in that If my brain, forever? like, what if your, what if your consciousness got uploaded to the very last game that you played and you just happened to play Forza Motorsport 5? <laughs> and so for all yeah, of eternity, be, think... your, dri- your drive avatar is driving around. <laughs> oh, nah, that's crazy. Yeah, I, Although, I, I brought I, that up. Yeah. That was that was heavy. Sorry, yep. everyone. Let's move on. <laughs> um, so we saw just a very little bit more of Quantum Break, which is yeah. Well, I still don't understand it. I still don't. I, I like Remedy because I'm coming off Alan Wake, and I loved Alan Wake a lot. Um, I wasn't sold on Quantum Break because, you know, it seems like a kind of intriguing idea, but honestly, I was really turned off by the whole earlier live-action trailer with the weird-looking little girl on the ship. Yeah, And I know that's a totally wrong reason to be turned off to something like that, but there it is, folks. I'm just being honest. They're bringing back Well, I don't understand... Yeah, well, see, I don't understand when it was that trailers for video games stopped becoming about the trailer for the video game and started becoming about, I don't know, some sort of weird, let's make it look like a movie and not actually put any of the gameplay in the trailer yes. of the game that we're trying to advertise. That was the big complaint. So I don't, I don't really like cinematic trailers anymore because no. I'm like, I want to see what the game looks like. I don't want to know somebody's story who's probably not even in the game. You know, I don't care. I just want to see what the game looks like so I can get an idea of whether or not I'm going to like it. Show me some gameplay. That's what I was saying. In the, the time. in the trailer, and that yeah. was and that was the thing with Quantum Break. I was like, "Oh, we're gonna see some." No, we didn't. We saw like no. a little bit of some CG. Okay. Um, I think that that scene in the explosion, though, that was actual gameplay. Like that. That's where they had to rescue the doctor who was caught in the explosion. Yes, which I. I'm pretty sure that little part mm. was actually in the game. Right. 
I think. I I I think that as well, but that may have been I may have checked out at that point. I'm trying to see what was before that, according to your thing. Oh, it was Forza Motorsport. Yeah, I don't think I got back in time for like <laughs> majority of quarter break. Forza Motorsport is going to be revolutionary. You guys, I don't give a TV. shit. I don't give a shit that the, the leather seats are detailed enough that you can see the. You know, I don't care. I know that some people do. Cars, sports. I'm, I'm, I'm happy enough to tell you that the sports games that Microsoft was showing off look amazing, but I'm never going to play them because I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. Plus, they have sports games, and to be quite honest, if I want to play football, I'll go outside and kick a ball around. I don't need to kick the ball around with my avatar in a video game. <laughs> yes. And, uh, but I can't just go. I can't just go out there and be a space marine and save the universe. Like I need a video game for that. So that's the video games that I play. Yes. And you also can't uh, freeze time. So maybe you need Quantum Break for that as well. Plus, all the sports yeah. games. The sports games peaked back in like the eighties and like early nineties. Like you. I know. You, you can't get better than Tecmo Super Bowl. You can't get better than like NHL '94, NBA Jam. RBI Baseball too. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? Um, in our Sims game, with all of us that are Sims, that, which I need to update very soon on the site, um, side note, when you play video games as a nerdy person wanting to play computer games on in the Sims, it's only, like, soccer and racing and, <laughs> like, skateboarding. or so It's all EA things that you can do. <laughs> Like variations on the theme. Anyway, back to the Microsoft version of the E3 conference. Um, the thing that got my attention was the Project Spark demo, which I thought looked really cool. For well, anybody, it's sort of, it's sort of Microsoft's answer to Little Big Planet. Do yes. you guys remember this? Where you I could, do. I, I liked the demo part of it, where they were like creating a world, and then they were showing. It was really cute. It was cute. It looks fantastic, and I will never play it because I have no time <laughs> to play a game like that. I have no time like, and no like actual talent. <laughs> <laughs> like I believe that you have to have actual talent to be able to do things like that. And I, while I'm excited for p- creative people to be able to do that, I'm sort of looking at it, going, "Yeah, that'd be great." You know what? I'll I'll write about it. Like <laughs> I'll talk about thir- it on our podcast. Thirteen, fourteen-year-old Joe would have would have been in heaven with this game. <laughs> but 14-year-old Joe was using, you know, Mario Paint in, in, oh, instead. Oh, I miss Mario Paint. <laughs> so, I would have loved this game. Kids are going to love this game. It's it's such, you know, these these games that just kind of let your imagination just run wild mm-hmm. with no limitations uh, are, are just fantastic. But, like, I will never play this yeah <laughs> it'll just never happen <laughs> never have i want to see what everybody creates kind of kind of am i lying do i really care <laughs> uh <laughs> but yeah that that actually got my attention as far as because you know everybody was wondering about the microsoft and indie thing and if it was going to be you know if they were even going to mention indie developers or not indie developers but just like if they were going to have something that was indie friendly you know. Well, their big coup for indies is getting Capybara to, to make to make a, that uh, well, that new game. Below, below, yeah. yeah. I mean, that was a that yeah, that's I would never have guessed guess. that. That's a big deal. Um, they were the, and they made incredible. Swords and Sorcery, right? And you love that Swords and Sorcery. Swords yes. and Sorcery. Will Wheaton. Yep. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I actually uh, that was another that was another thing that got my attention because it looked so much like swords and swords and sorcery that um, I knew you were gonna like that Joe. I was looking at it actually, going like, "Oh, this is like a Joe thing." <laughs> and it's even like the same, same. Uh, it looks the same. They got the same guy, the Jim Guthrie, the guy who did the. I love the music him. For, I love him. Yeah. He also did all the music for um, Indie Game, the movie, I think. Oh yeah. And. I love that movie. It was so good. Anyway, I'm getting off track with that. But yeah, Below is another thing that I think... And that's an exclusive. I know. 
That's a problem. So that's a problem. <laughs> yeah, it's exclusive at the moment. Will it be forever? Mass Effect was an exclusive was too. Uh, but one thing that is an exclusive is going to be Halo 5, you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Halo 5. I know. Yeah. <laughs> but Tash, you've never been into the Halo world. I've also never been into the Halo world. Joe, you love the Halo universe. Yeah. But are you kind of over it after 4? Or are you... I'm not, I'm not over it. I like 4... Are you just emotionally devastated? Yeah, f- well, four. Yes and yes. <laughs> it's tough because I, I, the stuff that happened in four really threw me for a loop. Um, I didn't like all the some of the things they did with the story, but like I, it's been a part of my life for so long. I can't just say, "Oh, well, I'm mad at you guys now," and I'm just like not going to be a fan anymore. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it the the little the little bit that they showed was intriguing. Uh, I like that uh, the chief looked like he's been in like his his suit's been damaged. Like you see, his visor is cracked, mm-hmm. and he's he's he has to wear this cloak, and he's out in the desert. And... I love the weathering on the cloak too; just looked like eaten yeah. alive by blowing sand. And like I wrote in my review for Halo Four, like the the core of of the entire franchise for me is the relationship between the chief and Cortana. And then, you know, spoiler alert, you know, they kill Cortana at the very end of this game after making you think the whole way that you're going to save her. Um, so really, like, uh, the whole heart of the franchise has been ripped out. But in the but trailer... They, they did touch on that, though. Yeah, in, in the, the trailer, trailer, he has he has her chip in her in his hands, and she, she, he's wearing it as, like, a dog tag. So... They're they're obviously like those those trailers cost so much money to make those CG trailers. Everything like, they every do has frame, a purpose. Yeah. Every frame has to have a purpose. Everything in there is is extremely important. So for them to put that in there and make such a focus on it, it makes me think, okay, maybe, you know, maybe they're going somewhere with the story. So, so I'm not I'm not giving up hope on it yet. Good, because <laughs> we need somebody to keep following it because. <laughs> Of course, yeah, I have to. Again, I'm going to have to I, actually. Don't know anything. <laughs> I'm going to have to buy a Xbox One to play it. You know, so like, you know, I don't know when we're going to open that can of worms, but uh, huh. it's you know, even later. Then, I, let's get let's yeah. get through the games first, and then we All can right. talk about that. Um, uh, then there was Titanfall. What do you guys think? Yeah. What What do you guys think of uh, of that? It looks like a bunch of big robots shooting at each other to me, and I think that mm-hmm. that would be super cool if. If it's uh, about customizing your mech, you know, like, it, it seems like that could be a cool game. It looks like some, something that people are really, really excited about, but I'm kind well, of I'm this... kind of on the guns and shooting at things. Like, yeah, I've seen it. Yeah. <laughs> Making it an Xbox exclusive yeah. was a big deal. I didn't see that coming. Uh, Microsoft must have paid some serious cash to get that exclusive. Yeah. Because th- those two guys, the the you know the Infinity Ward guys, they could have done anything. You know, like the the whole industry was begging to get their next game, and now it's in well, the, I guess it's going to Call of Duty, East. right? Infinity Ward is. Yeah, I mean, they started yeah. Infinity Ward basically. They're responsible. You know, they were they were the heads of it. But Call and of Duty a, is. Uh... I don't feel that's has that been an Xbox exclusive? Forgive me if this is like a really stupid question. It's just something that I haven't thought about in a really long time. No. No, it's not an exclusive, no, but it's definitely like an oh, it was an EA thing. Yeah. Yeah. I why well, I associate EA very much with Microsoft. <laughs> so Yeah. So that's why I get it mixed up. Um, the one cool thing about Titanfall that I did notice is that to get into the mech like the mech kind of like opens up its chest and like scoops the player up into it. I thought that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. That was a neat little. Uh, I feel like that was a bruise. <laughs> Quite a bit. It's kind of like the like it's kind of like a chest burster in reverse. Like you go into it. <laughs> See, I get that. See. I get that reference now. 
I didn't before, and now I get that reference. A what reference? Which reference? The chest, chest burster thing. Oh, because you watched Aliens. Yes, Did but you... only the first two. Only the first I, two. Um, I've been... Nope, nope, yeah, I've that's been... it. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. There are no there other There are no other ones. That's it. Ends it. With... it ends with... It ends with Ripley, Hicks, and Newt going back to Earth and living happily ever after and, like, going out for beers and she's raising a little girl and then she went to prom and everything. Oh, the prom cool. photos. That's priceless. Pro- yeah, she went to prom. Yeah, like, so that's all cute. you need to know. You're done. Don't watch anymore. <laughs> okay. They lived happily ever after. Okay. The end. Oh, uh, okay. Moving on. We've got uh, the EA edition of your trailer, Palooza, and I immediately right off the bat. Oh, wait, 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 you guys. Well, no, because it's an open world zombies, and you just, like, do they're doing really, different things. Do we really need open Yeah, world and you can't zombies. just part, you can't, it's exciting, because you can use, this like, hundreds of weapons that you can use in the game, and it's open world. I guess and... that is the thing that I'm excited about, is the, like, customization of weird weapons. Well, see, what I'm excited about is the cars, because you can't just get in a car and be like, aha, I'm in a car now, I'm going to run over all you dead people <laughs> and kill you again. And I'll be fine, because they actually pile on top of the car, slow the car down, and if you get any of them on your roof, they try and pull you out through the window. Looks cool. <laughs> <laughs> Looks cool. <laughs> it does. I'm like, ooh, interesting. I mean, it's probably I'm probably going to get annoyed when there's that many um, zombies and they just keep coming, and I'm like, well, I don't like this game very much anymore. But at the moment, <laughs> it looks interesting. What else did we miss, Tash? <laughs> well, we'll watch, we missed The Witcher Three, but I'm going to assume we'll talk about that later. I feel like I feel like that's a whole different com- conversation. Yes, and of course we also missed um, a, a game that both of you very much enjoy, and I do, of course, uh, which is Battlefield Four. Right. <laughs> you know, I'm very excited about Battlefield Four. Uh, Look, I, so much. It, the gameplay, like I, again, it looks beautiful. Everything that they showed us, the game gameplay-wise of that, and so many other things, like I, it looks beautiful. I'm really impressed. I love in Battlefield 4 they had a lot of the um, interactive environment stuff uh, going on. It looks great, but it's also, you know, I I like the occasional shooter, but I feel like a lot of them are like I could take them or leave them. They're the same. Maybe it'll blow me away. I don't know. <laughs> Probably yeah, not, I mean, though. <laughs> but that's just my personal preference. It didn't help that the demo, like, crashed, like, during the Oh, God, that's got to be so... Can we talk about how awkward that's got to be for people on stage? Uh, that was the worst. Just like, oh, I'm pretending to play anyway. And then this happens. Yeah. Oh, and then who, who were the douchebags who booed? Like, it, like, were you watching? I know, that's but all I, supposed to be, like, press. I was stuck at work, so I didn't watch... <laughs> But I watched it when I got home, and like, boo! Like, are you serious? Like, did you just let some random people in there? Oh no, it's just press. It's like actual. It's supposed to be like working individuals, and they just yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ah, so we can move pleasure. on. Now. Okay, we can move, move on to EA, which yeah. I'm very excited to talk about. Plants vs Zombies: Garden Warfare. Oh, so you're excited to talk about these zombies, but you weren't excited to talk about the okay, other zombies. Okay, but these zombies are hilarious. <laughs> I think I just, in general, am over the whole zombies thing. Unless they're funny. So oversaturated, oh. the marketplace. True. Unless they do, unless a game does it correct, like the way Saints Row the Third did it. Well, yeah, because you can hit them with a dildo. <laughs> I mean, a dildo bat. A dildo bat, which I want one of those really bad. Yeah, it does exist. Like to actually hit people, you, I, anybody listening right now is gonna think bad things, but I just actually want to smack people with it. Um, but Plants vs Zombies: Garden Warfare, it's a third-person cooperative shooter now, you guys. <laughs> it's not well, just like a little tactical, like, 
like it's not a little strategy game that you play in your browser anymore. <laughs> like it's well, it wasn't a browser game, but like it seemed like it was. It was it was pretty simple. And there it is. Cooperative shooter thing. I think it looks amazing. I'm really excited about it. Yes. I've never played the original, but uh, my husband was really huge into the original, and I watched him play it a lot. Like, I just wasn't really into... It's a totally different game. Yeah. Like, like I wasn't really into the whole um, kind of strategy tower defense thing that it had going on. But it was fun to watch, because it was really uh, uh, interesting gr- like character design and, and things like that. But this one is like an actual... <laughs> An actual cooperative move around, shoot at zombies that are really funny type of thing. And I'm, I don't know, I think it seems really cool. Definitely. Mm. And then there's Star Wars Battlefront. Which again, we didn't see anything about it, it was just a little teaser, but it's happening. <laughs> that's that's essentially all we know. Star Wars Battlefront is happening. At some point in the future... There will be a Star Wars Battlefront game. That's the thing is people get so excited about like a title screen that somebody made in Dreamweaver. <laughs> I mean, it was pretty cool. Like I, I had no idea that it was coming. It is so no, it sense. is cool. I'm I'm like I'm excited to hear more about this, but it's just like people were like, oh my god, this is happening. This is an amazing thing. It's like all there was snow, and then there was a graphic of a title. Well, there was there was a foot of an at at, and That's there was right. a snow. There was about half of a second of a snow speeder whizzing across the screen, and that's about it. Oh, a snow speeder. You know what? I had I built a scale model of a snow speeder when I was a kid, and it was awesome. You and built a scale model it. of a of a snow speeder when you were a kid. Well, yeah, you know those plastic model kits that you yeah. that you get, and you would glue them all together. Uh-huh. And you're supposed to set them on a shelf and just kind of admire them. But I was a little kid, so I wanted to play with it. Mm. But it, that didn't that didn't go very well, if you can imagine. You know, you these tiny little plastic unreal. pieces. I broke the shit out of it almost immediately. Took it out in the sandbox, and I was. <laughs> if it didn't, it didn't last a day. It took me two weeks to make, and it didn't even last an hour. So thirty something you is looking back at like seven year old you and going like you <laughs> asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> all kids are little shits. You know why else? Sports games, which is really <laughs> all that's left in this entire post that you have. It's yep. just. Sports, 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 UFC, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Oh, wait, Dragon Age Inquisition. <laughs> hmm. yes. I've heard good things about the Dragon Age series. I don't know. Yeah, Maybe I should check I it out sometime. Good. Spoiler, Morgan yeah. and Varric. Yeah, she's looking a bit old, though. She's looking a bit old. I don't well, know if I like her. I feel like, by the way, that's uh, apparently an in-game rendering. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, they... No, I, I think she looked good. And she sounded good, but also I feel like this is years later, remember? Yeah, this is like yeah, at least she's, like ten years she's, later. She's right? like beautiful all the time. She's a witch. That's what they do. That's what all of the fairy tales told me they did. Don't don't forget she's a mom now. She has some little shit running around. Who's true? She has some little shit who maybe Alistair's running around. <laughs> Be- oh, like a, oh, I bet it looks like Mr. Potato Head then. No, no, I refuse. Yeah. No, yeah. we're not going to talk about yeah. Dragon Age Two, Potato. Alistair, or Zeppelin. Well, okay. I don't care about anybody else in Dragon Age Two, but Alistair and Zeppelin really made me cry. Yeah, Liliana looked okay. Of course she did. And then Wait, Alistair Liliana's looked the like trailer? a potato, and Zeppelin and all of the rest of the elves looked like fucking Dobby. <laughs> <laughs> And now you have to put an explicit tag on the No, I can't. put explicit. They're all explicit because you and your American now. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And I'm, I'm the one that's supposed to be swearing all the time as an Australian. I'm supposed to be saying flaming and bloody and 
Flaming and bloody you know. is not are not swears. Yeah, but they probably still register on explicit. Really? Probably. Huh. It doesn't really matter now what we say because you've gone into the f word. Now well, it has I to can be I can edit that out. But I'm pretty sure I've. Yeah, said you said it the before. f word somewhere. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> aren't our podcasts like the movies? Like, aren't we allowed like one f word? Like, yeah, it's totally this... PG thirteen. For dramatic effect, like oh, like right right at that, at the most you know, opportune time. <laughs> when we're talking about gobbies, by the time we finish our ninth podcast, you'll have you'll have dropped nine f words into it. I'm okay with this. This is how I talk. <laughs> so yes, I thought Morgan well, also looked great. I thought Claudia Black's voice. I just want to curl up inside her voice and take a nap. Like just, <laughs> I just love it. Um, and then there, uh, uh, we saw Varric as well. Yeah, Varric looks very old. He looks very old and he looks very sad. He looked very sad and yeah. looks like some of his friends died, so I'm wondering who those were. I hope there weren't anybody I liked. Well, I mean, we're talking uh, about uh, David Gator here, the, the writer, and he just loves to uh, <laughs> to, to kill people. I feel so, like uh, him and, like... Um, the writer for Game of Thrones probably get together and have lunch or something. He's like, he's the Joss Whedon of Martin. the game world. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. R. Martin, yes. <sighs> what about, what about the, uh, the release date? What do you think about it being pushed back to uh, I am perfectly fine with it being pushed back to all of Oblivion because I want them to take them their time and make it great. And my hope is that they will listen to the fans who really, really loved Origins and who loved some of the things about 2, but weren't excited about a lot of other things. It was rushed. Didn't light your panties on fire. <laughs> Did not light I mean, my panties out. on fire. It does say something good about EA, though, here, right? Because everyone loves yeah. to hate on EA, but like they're actually giving Bioware the time to make this game. Like Everyone hated on EA because yeah. they... Cause they, they the the assumption is that they, that you mean they the forced, worst company in America. Okay. Yeah, they forced sure. Bioware to crank out Dragon Age two and you know and get it out there unfinished. You know, it, they're actually giving them the time to make their game this time. You know, so yeah. Hopefully, it'll pay off. You know. Yeah. Yes. I'm 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 excited to see what they do. Yeah. I'm tentatively extremely excited about this. Not even tentatively. I'm just really excited about it. I'm excited about it, but I'm also more excited about Witcher 3 and Saints Row 4. Well, same. Same. Um, so it's good that it's not coming out this year, because really my money's going to those two games. Look, I'm already way behind on my games. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't need a bunch of other awesome shit coming out right now. Anyway, but, uh, moving on, you, we were mentioning Mirror's Edge 2, which isn't actually Mirror's Edge 2. It's like a reboot of Mirror's Edge, right? So it's like yeah. Mirror's Edge 1.5. 1. 1.5 like or an, 0. 0.5? I feel I like... I think it's 0.5. Yeah, it's like an origin yeah. story. Ah, uh, 0.5. Doesn't have the same ring to it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited about it. Like, I'm excited to see how it going to go, and I'm glad that they're giving it another chance, but at the same time, I'm a little bit worried that everybody's going to now get that tattoo that the chick has on her arm. <laughs> on the arm or on the eye? It's going to be the next, it's going to be the next, like, tribal band tattoo thing. Well, I'm not getting it. Um, a little bit. Yeah. Um, so moving along, we had the, To uh, Sony. To Sony. Hmm. Lots of Lots cool of things us. about the Sony. Lots of us. I, I want to first off say that the Sony press conference in general totally ruled with all of their music choices. Yes. Was anybody else noticing how like awesome that was? It was like, wow, you're totally getting me just with the music that you're playing through all of this. <laughs> like, I I feel like this is already a win, and then they just went and won the whole thing. But that's a whole other that's a whole other thing that we're not going to get on just yet. Um, obviously The Last of Us, which is out now, and yes. selling like, I don't even want to say hotcakes, it's selling like The Last of Us. It's, uh, it's doing really well. 
And I'm hearing amazing things about it. Ten out of ten across the board. Yep, I will probably play this in about six months. Like that's how, that's how behind I am on my gaming. I still have to play Bioshock Infinite. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, like yeah, it's a lot of uh, it's a lot of stuff. Um, so that's going on. I'm sure. Is who are you playing it now, Joe? I have it. I will probably play it by the end of the year. <laughs> right? I'm going to play it next Sunday. So there you go. All I right. will be able to tell you what So it's you like. just called dibs on the review. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Um, pressure's off. So that's a whole other... Yeah, I'll be a... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, pressure's off. No, yeah. Now you have now you have to play it for work. <laughs> have it's fun. Okay. I can I can I can enact my um, scoring via food uh, review scoring system. I like this. That's okay. Yeah. Um, well, a 10 out of 10 is like steak wrapped in bacon. Steak wrapped in bacon. Unless you're vegan, which would make it like a zero. Well, then it's like, I don't know, bacon-scented tofu. <laughs> it's like a flower wrapped in, I don't know. Banana leaves. I'm really glad that they altered the look of... Um, not Ellen Page. Of not Ellen Page to be not yep. Ellen Page because they had to because Beyond Two Souls is actually starring <laughs> Ellen Page as a CIA operative. Yeah, like, yeah, this is a completely different game this than is... the one they showed last year. Yeah. Like, what the hell happened to this game? Like, I thought it was, like, it was mysterious and she was in, like, a police station and she had all these, all these crazy powers and then a year later she's... Well, maybe like, that's just, like, the beginning of it. I don't know. I don't know. Is that why there's two... They did some market research. They did some market research and realized that, no, this is better. Well, I like um, I like the idea of... Okay, first of all, if you're thinking about a CIA operative uh, female protagonist, you are not thinking about someone who is the size and stature of Ellen Page. <laughs> you're just not. Which I love. Because she's this little thing who is obviously... What's it? Is the game, like, span supposedly spans, like, 15 years? So that'll be interesting. And what did you guys think of the trailer? Um, it was interesting. And I sort of wish that it was, like, the female version of 50 Cent Blood on the Sand. But it's not going to be, and that makes me sad. <laughs> But we also have Batman Arkham Origins. I thought you were going to say oranges then, and I was like, well, that's no, an or- interesting or- Batman game. Batman Arkham <laughs> Origins. <laughs> See, now I just want Batman to say, I'm Batman, with an orange peel in front of his teeth. It's my Origins. <laughs> but that looks cool. I mean, again, it was just, it was a CG. It was a... Was there some gameplay? Yeah. Yeah, there was some gameplay in that trailer, yeah? Yeah, there was some gameplay. A little bit, but it was... Uh, not enough. See, I don't... I, I can understand... Like, I, I can... Well, I won't say understand, but I get having no or not much gameplay from a game that is in a series of games where you know what the gameplay's like. And because also, you, it's you not kinda, done. Yeah, so, I mean, I don't mind that, but for a game that is a new IP, like the one that we were talking about earlier, that you have no idea what it plays like because there hasn't been any games like in the Quantum past Break. to compare it to. Yeah, it's, mm. it's very difficult to get excited over CGI trailer because you're not showing me anything. But with yeah. Arkham Origins, because you know probably what it's going to be like, you can get excited. You're like, ooh. Ooh. That was it. That that was me. Ooh. That was a, I'm done now. No, but I, I totally agree with what you're saying. And I think, like, the gameplay will probably be something similar. I'm sure there will be new tricks up the sleeve um, for this prequel type of game, yes. which is what it is. But, uh, but yeah, I don't, see it, I don't see it changing all that much from no, the perfection. Because it was... Uh, Arkham City was perfection. Yes. It really was. It had Harley in it, and I'm always happy when there's Harley. 
Yes, I don't know if is it. I don't know if there won't be any Harley in this one. I don't think in this new one. Probably not. You, you might get. You, you might get a cat. You might get a little bit of Joker. Is what I'm getting, but he doesn't seem like yeah. the the main antagonist for this one. Plus, it's it's not no. being made by uh, Rocksteady, right? It's a it's a new studio, Warner Brothers Montreal yes. or something like mm-hmm. that. I'm always so skeptical when people move over to a different studio, much like with Saints Row. Mm. Well, Saints Row is not a new studio. Saints Row is yeah. not a new studio. Volition's still making Saints Row. Saints Row yeah. is just a new publisher. Right. So the game itself is not going to be like it's not. They're just not. They're not going to just change everything. No. Well, not from what they've shown. Yeah. <laughs> no. Awesome. No. Have a pet. Tiger as no. uh, the president of the United Pretty States. much exactly the, the first like 10 minutes of gameplay that they've shown is exactly what I expected. Uh, did, you see the, it to be. did you see the part where you got to choose between whether or not you wanted to cure cancer or like feed hungry people? No, I'm if sorry. I believe, I believe that the bill was called Fuck Cancer. Yep, Fuck Cancer. Yeah. And let yeah. them eat cake. And let them eat cake. And yeah. they were held up by, by Vice President Keith David, who is Keith David, played by Keith David, playing Keith David as the Vice President. <laughs> yeah, it's just awesome. This cannot get cooler. <laughs> All right. I was quite, it was, it was a, uh, there was an interview that Joe put up on the Trailer Palooza where the guy was talking about how, you know, if you played the first Saints Row and then you played the fourth Saints Row, you'd be like, what the fuck's happening in this game? Because <laughs> if you play them all, like play Saints Row 1 and then Saints Row 2 and then Saints Row 3 and then this one, you're like, oh, that's what's happening in this game. I'm like, very true. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, yeah, it's totally just like, now you're just some small-time gangster and now you're the president yeah. of the United States with a pet di- tiger and Keith David as your vice president. And living in the white crib. The white crib, yes. The white crib, not the white house, the white crib. Oh my god, I'm so excited for this game. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see what they do with Shondies, the two Shondies. There's aliens involved, so they can do whatever they want. I just love that they've actually referenced that. Because Saints oh, yeah. Row 2 goes from Eliza, douche canoe, and I'm sorry, that's what I'm going to call her now. Douche canoe! Playing Shondie. <laughs> yeah, douche canoe. Playing Shawnee and voicing, you know, Shawnee and with a totally different dreadlock Shawnee to Saints Row 3 Shawnee, who has a hair slicked back, is not de- vo- voiced by Dushkanu, but somebody different. And they actually comment on that in Saints Row 4. Hmm. I wonder if they'll get Dushkanu to do it. Yeah, she's in there. I'm pretty, well, I'm pretty sure because the trailer that they did sounded very similar to her. Hmm. Speaking of not that at all, uh, The Order... Yeah, ah, that looked interesting to me. It looks interesting. It was, you know, it's just a CGI trailer, but we're talking uh, werewolves, steampunk. There's fog. You know what well, it reminded not... me of? Do you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of like an 18th, well, sorry, 19th century. No, yeah, 1800s fuse. Because I'm going to assume all those people are probably like co-op people. Oh yeah. yeah. Speaking of fuse, you know, I haven't heard that much about fuse. What's going on with fuse? Eh. Not so much. I haven't played it. Well, I haven't played it yet because Jen's doing the review. Ew. Um, but I, I've also heard mixed things from uh-huh. that. <laughs> oh, you guys, I don't know if you know, but there's cars. <laughs> Drive Club. <laughs> which I'm sorry, I can't take seriously because it reminds me too much of that fake band in Lost, Drive Shaft. That Charlie used to be in before he got all like addicted to heroin or cocaine or whatever it was. <laughs> you all, everybody. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was say like, that. that's what it is now to me. Drive shop. <laughs> um, moving along, Inf- infamous second son. The only thing I thought was really cool about this trailer is that it was set in Seattle and they used Nirvana <laughs> for a, <laughs> like in the thing. Nirvana is considered classic rock now for all of you youngies. <laughs> yeah. No, I I like Infamous as a, as a series, but I'm not sure that I'm too sold on this character that you're playing as because he looks like a bit of a preppy jerk-off to me. Oh, he looks like a total dick. Mm-hmm. I don't like playing dicks. I think it's the hat. It's 
those like those like. It looks a little prototypey to me. Yeah, he does. He looks like Alex Mercer. No, not him, but just like a little the little bit of the gameplay they show. I mean, granted, he wasn't ripping random people to shreds. Which, by the way, I have a huge problem with prototype. <laughs> like, like the the amount of carnage that you can like wreak upon innocent bystanders so, and have it be horrific. So you have a problem with prototype and the the carnage that you can create there. But you don't have any problem with bludgeoning people to death in Saints Row the Third with a purple dildo bat. It's different. That's cartoony. <laughs> that's cartoony violence. That is like Quentin Tarantino violence. <laughs> Prototype was like okay. was like horrific people like begging for their lives and like in horrible pain stuff. Yeah. Pretty cool. I, but like, my friend, my friend had us over one day and was like, "Yeah, I just got this game from Gamefly. I'm, I'm playing it and like check out all the stuff I can do." And we were all sitting there going, "Like, oh my god, this is like I'm really upset by this." Uh, there's not a whole lot of, of other. Uh, let's see. Well, the Dark Sorcerer was interesting. That Dark Sorcerer thing. You're like, "Oh, what's this?" And then it turned out to be an ad for a video game playing in a video game for an ad for but a video that's, game. But that's what I couldn't figure out. It was just a tech demo, right? So I don't know if the Dark Sorcerer is actually a game that's going to be happening, or if it was just like, here's this demo that we did. It was did. cool, though. Uh, no, it was awesome. It was like, because after after they call cut, and you can see that it's a real person, he's still there talking to this little goblin dude who looks like he's just there, and like there's no, there's honestly no... There's like a seamless kind of. It looks amazing. Like it looks beautiful. This t- see, they always do this. The tech demo thing. They're always like, "Look at this. This is amazing." A lot of them are like that. Like you know, yeah, f- filmed within in-game technology, but not actually gameplay. Yeah, yeah. But like, that's what I'm saying. Is like I don't even know if the Dark Sorcerer is even going to be a game because it just says yeah. tech demo. Like, like the order like they was just, like that. Like they just Dragon made this, like yeah. Like they just made this so they could show you the tech, which is sort of what they did with um. What was the one with the robot woman? Uh, yes. I'm alive or something. No, I, I can't remember what it was called, but it like made me teary because <laughs> it was really beautiful and really good. Um. Okay, can we just can we just talk about Final Fantasy? Oh, I can't because I don't understand anything. No, I never understand anything that ever happens. <laughs> but supposedly Final Fantasy versus two or whatever is suddenly Final 15. Fantasy fifteen, but it's not. It's not thirteen. It's thirteen no, two, which means it's Final yeah. Fantasy fifteen, which is what they called it. And while it looks beautiful, it's the same like. I, you know what? I just I don't have anything to say about it. <laughs> Me neither. I don't get it. I don't understand it. People get really excited about Final Fantasy, and that's fantastic for them. But I don't understand what's happening. I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing in the game. And it looks nice and all, but it's I don't get it. It's it's beautiful, and you know I played and enjoyed thirteen two. But uh, and and I and this is I'm saying this as a person who has always enjoyed the Final Fantasy games. I've enjoyed them. I've never understood a single storyline from any single one of them. <laughs> Until I like was yep. able to look online later and have somebody explain it to me. And then I was like, oh, I guess. <laughs> I get it. I guess. Yep. I haven't reached that point yet. I still don't understand it. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying, but then I realized, like, I'm old, and I don't give a shit about trying anymore. So I'm just going to recognize it for how beautiful it is and how much everybody loves it, and I'm going to leave it at that. Speaking of something that I don't understand and have never been into, but everybody seems really excited about, Kingdom Hearts 3. Oh, yeah. Did you, do you, did you play this? Any, either of you? No, I didn't play it. Neither did I. No. I wasn't a, I wasn't a <laughs> fan or whoever it is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I feel like Let's we... move on to Watch Dogs. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I feel like, I feel like 
the three of us may have missed this particular... It's the same with Pokemon. Like, none of us get Pokemon. No. We're just always, like, we missed the boat on that. Yep. Um, like... But, but yes, yes, yes. Please let's talk about Watch Dogs, because I'm really excited about Watch Dogs. Me too. I just... Me three. Yeah. Really, I think innovative gameplay. I love that they showed us an entire gameplay thing where you're saving your hippie friend from inside the building, and <laughs> it just looks really, really cool. And I also love that this dude is, like, he's kind of an asshole. Like, he's not a, he's not a nice man. The man that you're playing. Like, everything I've seen of this game is like, yeah, he's he's taking down some bad guys and whatever, but he seems very singular in his in his quest to do so. Like, there's not a whole lot of gray, gray area as far as, like, mercy or letting people live or... You know, like, he just flat out executes a dude... Yeah, he doesn't care. Yeah, he doesn't care. He doesn't actually give a shit. He's just like, um, I'm, I'm here doing my thing, and it's for the greater good, and anybody who else is in my way, whatever. So I, I yep. feel like I might have issue with this character a little bit, but in a good way. Do you, yes. Do you know, and you I, know I mean, what I mean? I've played, yeah, but I've played as worse assholes. I've played as worse assholes. I've played that dude from L.A. Noir. I was just going to say, Cole Phelps is like the least likable character ever. And you have to spend a whole game with him. I'm like, no, I don't want to be this guy anymore. (sighs) I don't want to be you. God, you're awful. You are an asshole. Go away, I don't want to be you you just yelled at like a 13 year old sexual assault victim what is wrong with you and then had an affair on your wife with some singer from a lounge club no I felt like that game side note totally blew its wad way early on with the homicide case by the time I moved to arson I was like that's okay I'm done (laughs) I I beat the game I, I caught that, that. I caught that killer. <laughs> See, but Jen, now that you've you've coined that phrase, I feel like that Saints Row Four needs to have that somewhere on the backwards box. We don't blow our wad early. <laughs> <laughs> like that's just a quote on the back of the box because people would buy it. Or it's like a continuous wad blowing that like starts <laughs> at the beginning and just keeps going. Like we blow like, our wad a lot. <laughs> Like, the blowing never stops in Saints Row 4. See, why aren't we associated with the Saints Row 4 marketing team? Why aren't we on the marketing team? (laughs) Uh, Elder Scrolls Online. Um, That's coming to PS4, you guys. That's not just PC. It's actually, it's coming to Xbox One as well. But, like, the fact that these PC games are reaching these MMO... PC games are reaching into, same with Diablo 3 as well, reaching into the console market is just kind of... <laughs> I guess the consoles have finally caught up with the PC graphics. Like You're like, okay, you can handle it now. <laughs> we'll let you play in the big person We'll let pool. you play in the PC <laughs> league. Anyway, I don't care about Mad Max. Hey, that was based in Australia. Oh, the movie Yeah. <laughs> Max, it's like Fallout, but not. It's like Fallout, but not. Fallout, but Australian. It's like yeah. Fallout with cars. <laughs> yeah. Are there cars Yeah, in you Fallout? don't have any cars in Fallout. Good point. <laughs> but, but Destiny happened, and Joe, you want to talk about Destiny. Well, Joe just likes it a little bit. Just a little bit? Just a little bit. Um, I like it a little bit. Yeah, uh, I I feel well, like I'm gonna like it a little more than a little bit. It's uh, it's two o'clock in the morning here, but let's see if I can string together a coherent thought about <laughs> destiny. Um, this is like a three-part podcast. I I, yeah. I mean I I really liked what I what I saw. It um, it looked gorgeous. Uh, it wasn't really surprised by much. You know, it looked like a Bungie game. It looked like Bungie combat. 
which was a good thing. They you know, they weren't screwing around with the formula all that much. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of uh, a lot of the stuff that I was really curious about, though, we still don't really know. Like uh, character customization, character creation. Uh, you really don't know anything about that. We got a quick look at uh, like skill trees for the weapons, which look pretty mm-hmm. cool. Um, it's just uh, I really it's easy for me to root for Bungie because you know they're taking such a huge risk. You know they uh, they spent a whole decade making one thing, basically making Halo games for Microsoft. Yeah, and now they're pretty much starting over from scratch. You know they're making this this huge game, the biggest game they've ever made. You know it's a huge risk. Uh, it's just, it's, there's something very noble about what they're trying to do. They're trying to, you know, Halo kind of defined the first person shooter, you know, on, on consoles. Is this first person or third person? I think Destiny is It's third? first person. Is it first? It's, well, it's first person, but like, they also kind of pull back to third person, um, occasionally. Um. Oh, I wonder if you can toggle that. I don't think so. I think it's going to work a lot like the Halo games did, where mm. if it's a special attack or like a big weapon, it'll pull back to third person. Um, but I really think, you know, they're trying to redefine what a shooter can be on a console, mm-hmm. and uh, it's pretty ambitious. Uh, a lot of my concerns that I had about the game were uh, put to rest. Uh, a lot of the multiplayer stuff is is a lot better than I thought it was going to be because all the talk was all along was that it was you know it's, it's multiplayer 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 it's better when you're playing with people um, but they made a point to say that if you can make the des- you can make destiny the experience that you want it to be you know if you want to play it all alone you can do that mm-hmm. if you want to play it with you know friends, you can do that. Um, it's gonna, you know, they want to kind of. It's hard to explain. It's so late at night. I'm having trouble forming coherent thoughts. But uh, the way the multiplayer is going to work is it's going to kind of be kind of ambient, sort of like Journey, where like you people will come into the game and leave the game, and come into the game and leave the game. So it's uh, it's going to be interesting. I, I it's um. It's a big, it's a big task for them to to uh, to tackle, though. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see if they can do it. I, I hope I hope that they can. Uh, but still, a lot a lot to know because you know the game won't be out for another year. So I think we're just barely scratching the surface of it right now. Mm-hmm. But uh, looks good so far. Yeah, I thought that looked like a really interesting thing. I was like, yes. And I was really excited to hear more about it because you had been so excited about it, and you yeah you know. And the the one cool thing that that they mentioned is that they 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 don't want players to ever feel regret like about choices that that they make, you know, choices in class, choices in weapons, choices in you mm-hmm. know, choosing missions, because you know, like that's one thing that always bugged me about like 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 take Skyrim for an example like. You pick a character, you pick a class, you know, like, after a while, if it gets boring, you're kind of stuck with it, you know, it takes, it, it, it takes time to kind of, to do something else. Yeah, you can do the other things, but it definitely takes some, yeah. Yeah. because there's so, no really resetting of your skill points. Yeah. So, I don't know how they're going to work on that, but, like, they, they, they don't want anyone to ever have a regret about choices that they make in the game. So, hmm. who knows? Hmm. But it has a gun called Thunder God, which has lightning on it, so that's cool. I just have no, no. I just have no opinion about Nintendo. <laughs> Am I alone in this? Like, <laughs> no, well, I don't. I can't have an opinion because I don't. I've missed the Nintendo. The last Nintendo console I had was a Nintendo sixty four, and that was back in the days of like Goldeneye and Wave Race. I and didn't Mario even have that. Kart, where pretty I just, much, a, I just well, Super Nintendo. I think they peaked there, so. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. Even then, that was good, but they peaked, and I don't think they've really got back up to there. So Joe. now everything's about the DS, and I don't understand it. Joe, was it what was it that you said in your oh about uh, Pokemon? Uh, I was too old when Pokemon hit, and I sort of don't get why it's such a big deal. So I'm just gonna smile politely while the trailer plays. <laughs> that was Poke Magical. <laughs> But I feel I feel kind of the same way about like Nintendo. Like I just don't know that much about. It. I'm sure it's great. Everybody seems really excited about a lot of things that were happening. I don't know. Bayonetta got a haircut. I guess I don't give a shit about Bayonetta. <laughs> well, I can't get excited about that because everybody raves about the first one. And I hated it. It hurt my hands because I was button mashing all the time and trying to push the same stupid button. And the game was telling me that I wasn't doing the thing that I was doing, and I didn't like it. And I don't care that there's a second one. Hmm. Well, I feel like I feel like we definitely have more to talk about with E3 because we haven't even touched on the um, the big elephant in the room, the Microsoft PlayStation 4 thing. Yeah. <laughs> but I also feel like we're probably pretty tired and that this podcast alone is probably going to be like two or three parts. <laughs> well, we should round it up, but the way that we're going to round it up is um, Joe's going to take us out with singing... Chad Kroger. Joe, will you please end this podcast with uh, singing us some some Nickelback slash Creed slash I don't know whatever bad '90s band that you can think of, Matchbox Twenty or Spin Doctors. Let's go. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> can you take me higher? <laughs> <laughs> to the place where. <laughs> Well, good night, everybody. <laughs> Bye-bye. Oh.